I understand where he was coming from. I mean, that, that guy is tall. He figured, look, I got the drop on him. You know, I, I can I can get up here and, and stuff it. But Anthony Edwards took it to a whole nother level. He got that ball over my man's hand, whose hand was already above the rim. And he just threw it down on him. And uh, it was uh, unfortunate. But that's <laughs> the, the stadium started playing. Murder was the case. Uh, there were highlights all over Twitter. Nobody, nobody can tell you whether or not Yuta has even gotten off the floor yet. It was awful, 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 awful. It's the lunch break hot take with Jose and Rodney. All right. So we haven't done a whole lot of NBA talk on our YouTube channel. But if you've been listening to us on our podcast, we talk a little NBA here and there. Uh, not as much when the NFL season started. But look, we're back now. Okay. The NBA season's going strong. All right. We're in the thick of things. My Nets are looking strong right now. You know, the Lakers, you know, they're there. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, uh, no, look, the Lakers. That's, are that's loser talk right there is what yeah, that we'll, is. That's how losers talk. We'll get to, <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. But uh, we wanted to kind of highlight the rookies and check out their progression uh, thus far. Um, in my opinion, they've been pretty impressive up to this point. So we want to go over this, this rookie list and uh, – they kind of have it ranked out um, the rookie performances, who's winning the race for a rookie of the year, things like that. Yeah, it's a, a rookie. They call it a rookie ladder. They uh, they rank the rookies every every week for who they think is the front runner for uh, for rookie of the year. Uh, like I said, it's it's been a really strong class, uh, stronger kind of than I expected. Although uh, the number two overall pick Wiseman is not on the list, but. There are some guys here who, you know, weren't necessarily expected to have really good seasons who have been performing for their teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, if we want to start at the bottom, we'll just run through the list real quick here. Jaden McDaniels out of Minnesota, only averaging five, three, and one for the season. Five points, three rebounds, one assist, but kind of picked it up uh, the last week. Eight points, three rebounds, two assists. So, again, not really in the running for rookie of the year. No. But, you know, just making a nice contribution to Minnesota there. Yeah. Uh, number nine, they have Desmond Bain out of Memphis, who, I mean, again, these are, this is a common thing that you see with uh, with these rookies where, you know, their season stats are just kind of okay. But, you know, over the last couple of weeks, you see a, a, you know, progression in their numbers. Yeah. He went from 10 points to 18 in the last week. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's averaging uh, also 2.7 rebounds, 1.6 assists for the season. Uh, number eight, Peyton Pritchard for the Celtics. I don't really like any Celtics, so we're gonna go ahead and skip right over that. <laughs> well, uh, his, no. his um, I mean, his averages, like I said, is, is solid, especially on a team like that. I mean, it's hard to get into that rotation. Yeah, he's just a, he's a bench player for them, and that's that's just what it's gonna be. They're they're a really really good roster, and there's yeah. not not much opportunity. Uh, even if he were really good, you know, who who's he gonna bump out of that out of that rotation? Like exactly, said. exactly. Uh, number seven, Patrick Williams for the Bulls. I think he started off much better than, than he's played recently. Uh, but, you know, still having a solid season, just under 10 points a game, four and a half rebounds, one assist. Um, at number six, this guy, it's my guy right here. Bay from the Detroit Pistons, averaging nine points a game, three and a half rebounds, just under one assist, and kind of blew it out this last week, averaging almost 18 points a game. Yeah. <laughs> Six rebounds and, and an assist. And he won Eastern Conference Player of the Week. That's right. Which That's is right. 
just absurd. Now, I think it doesn't show it on his list, but I think his three point percentage is pretty high. For the last week that he'd been hitting uh, close to 60% of his threes, he was shooting yeah. over 70% from the field. And I think about 60% from three for the last week. He, he uh, set a rookie record for most threes made. I think he hit seven in a row uh, in the last game. Yes. He scored 30 points. Yeah. So, you know, obviously an outstanding week, but again, ludicrous that this guy won Eastern Conference Player of the Week. But congrats. Hi. Yeah, I got no problem with it. Okay, I got no problem with it. Um, <laughs> look, look they, look, they have a keeper there. They have a keeper there for sure. Uh, yeah. He's going to turn into a superstar. I don't know about that, but I mean, he's he's a baller. He's definitely a keeper. So um, number five, we got Jay Sean Tate for the Houston Rockets. Uh, last week, 14 points a game, six rebounds, two and a half assists. All improvements on his season numbers. Um, but, you know, again, he's kind of outside of that that top tier of rookies as well. Uh, when you really get down to it, it's it's a race between a couple players. Um, yeah. Emmanuel quickly coming in at fourth. You know, nice contribution for, for the Knicks. I think getting much more out of him than they expected and much more out of him than they are their other top pick, or the other first-round pick, Obi Toppin. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, quickly, and, and he's not starting either. That's that's the crazy thing to me. I think he should be in a starting rotation, um, and definitely be you know definitely have more minutes. Um, the, these these numbers across the board could be a lot higher. I'm not sure why they're holding him back, but you know it is what it is. It's, it's New York. I, I don't try to figure it out. So now we're we're at the top three here. Tyrese Halliburton, who had a bit of an unexpected slide in the draft. Uh, he was one of the top players and, and fell yeah. further than, than a lot of people expected. He's having a really nice year. Uh, and e- even him, you know, I think that he's got he's got kind of star potential, but I don't think he's really going to be in it at the end for rookie of the year. I think that's coming down to our last two, yeah. who are Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball. Yes, yes. So now, mm-hmm. this list has Edwards number two right now. Mm-hmm. But like I told you the other day, after that, the, the dunk of the year where he he victimized uh who who was that guy uh utah watanabe yeah uh my poor my poor man uh, i i understand where he was coming from you know that, that guy's tall he figured look i got the drop on him you know i, I can i can get up here and, and stuff it but anthony edwards took it to a whole nother level he got that ball over my man's hand whose hand was already above the rim and he just threw it down on him and um it was uh, unfortunate. But that's the, gonna... the stadium started playing. Murder was the case. Uh, there were highlights all over Twitter. Nobody, nobody can tell you whether or not Yuta has even gotten off the floor yet. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. Right. Now, now he doesn't have the numbers that Lamella Ball has, correct? I think. No, I mean they're 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 pretty close. It's just the thing with Anthony Edwards is all the talent in the world. He's just not very consistent at this point. He's kind of up and down. Yeah. Uh, whereas you know Lamelo's performing at a more consistent rate than than Anthony right now. Yeah, but the thing about these awards is, you know, it's you know politics involved, right? Yeah. Lamelo was was is is in the, in the lead because you know he's popular, but a dunk like that is gonna is gonna you know shoot Edwards' popularity up. So if they both continue to play at the rate that they're playing, it's gonna be a tight race at the end. Well, I think it's funny. I I don't. You know, you look at LaMelo, I think he is the best rookie. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think he deserves to be rookie of the year. I mean, at this point, obviously, things can change over the yeah. rest yeah. of the season. But you're, to your point about popularity, uh, I think that if he wasn't named Ball, 
yeah, he probably wouldn't be in this number one spot because he's playing for Charlotte and people really wouldn't be paying attention. But his popularity that he had coming into the league is helping him just get the attention that he already does. His play deserves. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, yeah, we just kind of wanted to quickly uh, break down the rookies. Uh, like I said, I mean, we, we knew that this was a, a deeper class coming mm-hmm. in. Um, but at the same time, we weren't quite sure how these guys were going to perform because, you know, um, they didn't really have a, a season to really show out last year. So, um, yeah, and I don't think people realize how good, how well they're playing right now. Uh, pretty good class, pretty good class all around. So, you know, we got to wait to see. I mean, we're not even at the halfway point for the season yet, are we? I don't think, I don't think no, the, the all-star break's coming up in, I guess, a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, we got potential for a couple superstars when you talk about Anthony Edwards and LaMelo. Yeah. Uh, I think long-term, Anthony Edwards is, is still going to be the guy in this class. I just because I think he's he's a better offensive, he's a better scorer. I mean, I say better offensive player. I mean, LaMelo is a, is a wizard passing the ball. Yeah. Right, but he's not the scorer that Anthony Edwards is, so I think that'll that that kind of carries the day most of the time. Yeah, uh, but I think that you know Charlotte and and Minnesota both kind of hit it out of the park with those picks. Yeah, and it's going to be great to see uh, once they uh, progress as players and re- you know the next team that they play for. It's <laughs> <laughs> always how not, it is, right? When you not, get a superstar, that the, the Hornets aren't gonna they're not gonna keep it together. No, I don't. No, no. Um, you know, and uh, and, and, and Big Daddy Ball, Big Waller Brand ain't gonna let, ain't gonna let that happen. He's not he's not letting his son stay in in Charlotte. Um, Charlotte's no, big time, I, man. I don't see any of these teams. Uh, you know, I, I don't see either one of these teams. I don't see the Timberwolves keeping Edwards. I don't see Charlotte keeping Lamelo. Uh, both of them past their their rookie contracts if they if they continue to to blow up because look, especially Edwards. I think the Timberwolves have talent on the team. Obviously, um, they're going to be a playoff team. They, they may even be a strong playoff team. Are they going to win anything? Eh, I don't think so. Right? I, I, I don't think so. And by that point, you know, what's Carl Anthony Towns going to do? Is he going to stay there and, and and do another uh, long-term contract? You know, is is the D'Angelo Russell going to stay around? Um, and, you know, there's going to be some decisions to make. And depending on what that team does, you know, Anthony Edwards might look around and say, look, I'm going to team up with somebody else. You know, uh, maybe um, uh, what's his face in, with the Pelicans? Um, Zion. Yeah, maybe uh, Zion. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I, coming into the season, I thought Minnesota was going to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it has not come together. <laughs> they're currently, you know, they're 7-23. and 23. I just I don't know exactly what the problem is there, uh, but yeah, it hasn't come together the way I, the way that I thought it would. Um, moving forward, I, I mean, can tell you, I can tell you what the problem is. What? How old is how old is uh <laughs> is, is Carl Anthony Towns? Uh, I want to say he's like twenty four. That's that's your problem. This is a grown man's game, and this is my theory when it comes to the NBA. When it comes to star players, right? You're not going you you're not going to see that guy uh, become that playoff type of player. Until he's about twenty five 25 now. 25 okay. now. He, he has another year before it kicks in for him that, okay, I need to get serious and I need to win. That's exactly what's going on with them. That's exactly why Jimmy Butler didn't work out there, right? Yeah. Jimmy Butler got there and he saw a bunch of young guys that just weren't ready to take it to the next level. They, they didn't take it serious enough. When you're a, a very talented player, you're a young star, those first, those first few years in the NBA, 
it's just fun for you, right? Like you, you're, you're kind of figuring it out. You're having fun and, you know, it's about just, just kind of holding your skills and, and getting some, uh, getting some recognition. You know, that's, that's what you're about that those first few years, when you get into your mid to late twenties, that's when you start thinking about your legacy more. Cause it's like, okay, I've, I've established myself as a star player. I've been to the playoffs, you know, once or twice and been bouncing the first round. And that's when they start thinking about, you know, is this how I want to be remembered? Do I want to be remembered as just, just a guy that they can't, you know, can't get out the first round or, or make a run or do I want more? And that's when, you know, they're not smiling as much, right? They, they cut their hair, <laughs> you know, they, they, they do these things to show like, yeah, I'm serious now. And then they look at their team, they assess their team and say, okay, can we win here? No. All right, then I'm out. I wouldn't put that on Carl, though. Uh, Carl's 25, D'Angelo's 24, Anthony Edwards, obviously 19. He's a rookie. Yep. Uh, Carl's playing great this season, and you know he had a really, really, really rough time uh, through the pandemic. He lost a lot of yep. family members. Mm-hmm. And you know he, I think he is more mature than he otherwise would have been at this point. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you know they are a very, very young team. Very yeah. young team, yeah. and typically, you know, those teams don't they don't pan out the way you think. Yeah, you, know, you get excited about them, and then it doesn't happen for several years. You know, so yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah, it's going to take some time. I feel like they'll be able to keep them together. I mean, because you this isn't a case like uh, uh, Anthony Davis where you look around and it's it's just you. You know, I mean, he had Drew Holiday there, and then and uh, Cousins for a year, but. You know, no other, no other real stars for most of his time with the Pelicans. You know, these guys can look around and they say, you know, Anthony Edwards is the number one overall pick. D'Angelo was the number two overall pick. We just need some time to grow together and, you know, maybe fill out the roster a little bit. I think they'll be able to keep it together in Minnesota. Charlotte, maybe. nah. nah. <laughs> Char- Charlotte paid Gordon Hayward $30 million a year. Charlotte paid Terry Rozier. And no, it's not going to work there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but even teams like 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 uh, not Milwaukee, uh, Minnesota, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean they have some good young talent there, and it's it's easy to look at them and say, yeah, you know, just keep them together. They'll they'll put it together. But you know, man, bad teams stay bad, right? Like sometimes you look at these teams and you say, why can't they get it together? They have the talent. Like what's going on there? Sometimes they just. Sometimes the players just don't want to play there, right? They just don't believe in an organization, you know, or they just don't have the right coach and just, you know, or just, they just don't like where they're at and they just want to change the scenery, you know, who knows, who knows? But yes, I definitely give uh, Minnesota a better fighting chance than Charlotte, 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 Charlotte. Lunch breakers and takers. If you like what you hear, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And if you'd like to support the show, you can check out the links in our description for merchandise, or you can visit patreon.com slash LBHT show for extra content. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time.